Welcome to the Avance Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. I'm inspired. Yeah. <laughs> did a lot this week. I did. I moved to an undisclosed location. Can't have the groupies following me, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, on my undisclosed location, it is a half a block from an Irish bar, and I just happened to run into Carl there. That's Shocking. So we- I know, right? Carl the Englishman in an Irish bar, so, yes. <sighs> Uh, Stop since, invading, Carl. Yeah, no, he he told me to be there, but uh, uh. still, I have only uh, accidentally driven. I was coming home this afternoon from my parents' house and drove back to my old house. Uh, <laughs> got off on the freeway, so I think that'll be the last time I do that. As far as uh, a Wait memory, a yeah, I was like, literally got off and I could not. I was like, oh, I can't. It's gonna take me forever to. But so yeah, I now, it out. now that you know the new girl's not single, there's no reason to go there anymore. Yeah, I know, right? What a waste. She's nice, though. She seemed no, nice. She seemed nice. <laughs> right up to the point where she had a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. How are things with you? Oh, thank you for helping me move, by the way. And my thank you pleasure. to Brian. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Brian. You for helping yeah. us out. Uh, things are good. So, you got the office finally painted. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been delaying on that for many reasons in my personal life with my uh, some other stuff, just interrupting my workflow. So, I got that painted today. Use the, the sprayer. Um Thank God I actually wore the proper equipment because, oh my word, that is a lot of overspray. <laughs> Did you have a fan? Like sucking the oh, air? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. there's, yeah. no, there's no window in there right now from there to the, the garage, right? Well, there is, but I blocked those off. Yeah. But I, oh, you put the window in. I didn't know. No, no, no. I have, I mean, there's there's holes where the windows will go. That's So I mean. right now I just have yeah. plastic up there to block it Got off it. so I can okay. spray the window sills and I'll, I'll get the window in there. Um, I have the one window on the other side. Yeah. But... Yeah, I was. I had the full, you know, hazmat suit on, the goggles, and the nice. respirator, and like uh, it was. It was pretty warm today, so I, I had old shoes on and short socks. And as I took everything off, I had this little band around my ankles. Give yourself a nice uh, ankle band. Okay. Yeah. So it's all the rage. even with the hood and everything, it was, it was like this little this little white mustache of primer. Yeah. <laughs> See. Uh huh. Well, yeah. that's. Uh, I mean, but that's good. So then you'll have your office slash. We will be doing some podcasting there as well, which is good. Yep, it'll so. be the new studio. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. It's going to be great. He says while rocking back and forth. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm excited. I just have a couple little things to do now. I'll start moving everything in there this week, and then uh, we'll, we'll post it here. We'll see. Um, you'll see some shots as we as we move in and, you know, add the Avant swag and get yeah, it we, in there. Yeah, we need swag there. Yeah. Give us some – if you're, if you're listening to this, and you should be – Give us some ideas for swag. I mean, we, there's there's not a ton of room in there, but there's some room and we, we can work on. It'd be kind of fun. Yep. I always think that's kind of fun to have. Obviously, you're looking at my walls here. I, I yeah, all the, all the you know stuff that's automotive related. So yeah, I had yeah. to order the sound. I ordered the sound editing pads, um, different ones for the ceiling than the walls. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It, and then I've got a big rug to put in there because it's hardwood floors. Uh, well, you know, laminate Costco floors. Yes. Um, but yeah, it'll be a really nice studio space, and then. Yeah, we'll have a nice little car to look at out the window, hopefully. That's good. That's good. That's good. Or well, like, the whole shop is going to look nice. Yeah, we're a couple of days away from locking down the R8. so That'll be cool. Yeah, so right. I'm excited for her. If a car is on the lift, will you be able to see it out the window? Yes. Oh, that'll be cool. Okay, yeah. even better. All right. I'll put the Triumph on the lift so it can oh, decoil on my floor. Yeah, well, <laughs> we do need to do that. And I, fig- I I'm, it's funny you say that because I was thinking, I was like, when we do that, we need to pull it in quickly and then either put something on the Because I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I topped it off on oil and I think... We've got a leak somewhere. I mean, again, it's British, but this one seems a little bit more yeah. frequent. So I got I got to look at that first before I don't know what's wrong. I mean, ideally, I probably just need a new block, but <laughs> no. Uh, it, uh, it, I, that car has never not leaked oil, but it, yeah. it, there seems to be a, a more 
a lot. Oh, there's a lot more. The little tractor four cylinder tends yeah. to leak. Yeah, yeah, it, le- I don't, it doesn't like to keep the oil in it, so we're good. But uh, yeah, I was uh, I was out. Re- I rearranged the garage again last night because you know OCD. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did figure out a way for right now to get power to the tool chest, so that's good. Nice. Moved it around, but um, so working on that. Uh, you know, just finally getting unpacked here. But it's been it's been a busy week, and it, it's like, and I feel like I need some rest. And then tomorrow's Monday. So, nice. You know that. Yeah. Goes. Yeah. Yep. Well, so um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt it. So the R eight thing is happening. That's cool. Well, crossing good, our fingers good for Shana. We'll know in the yeah. Couple of days okay. if she gets it or not. Um, there's multiple offers on the car. Oh it's wow! Just a matter of you know, and the guy's been really upfront the whole time. He's like, look, it's like everybody says they're going to buy it. He's like, nobody's come through with the cash yet. So he goes, I'm telling everybody the same thing. If you come bring me cash, you can buy the car. But until you do, the car's for sale. He wants cash. Well, no, I mean, he wants money. Oh, he, okay. want he wants money. Yeah, okay. he All wants right. to be like, you know, he's got one guy who's interested in it, but he's like waiting for a house sale to go through. Sure. And that can take a while. Which basically means his bank told him, don't buy anything while you're doing this. So Correct. Um, so. Will he Will he not take a, this is a good uh, kind of a question, Is will he take a down, a, a holding deposit, things like that? Uh, we've offered that um, because we're out of state, he's apprehensive, which is understandable. Um, a lot. There's a lot of scams about people like I'll oh, send you run this money through. Okay. Yeah, interesting. The wire, okay. fake wire transfers, things like that. Um, it's gotten better, but, hmm. um, you know, worst case, I would just fly down there ahead of time and yeah. inspect the car myself and then find a third party to store it. Um, oftentimes you can work with a local dealer with a car like that. You're not going to do that with an A4, but a lot of dealers would be like, Hey, will you put this R right here for a week off? I'll pay I'm a sure couple they'd love bucks. to have that on their showroom floor. Yeah. For a few so days. If yeah. yeah. And his is, you know, this one's got 850 miles on it. Okay. It's brand new. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll work with them on that, or maybe he'll just, I mean, I don't know. worst case scenario, I'll fly down there ahead of time, inspect the car, take delivery of it, and then do the hand cash thing, and then store it somewhere. Best case, we just fly down there and I, get it. It sounds a little fishy when a guy that shows up saying he's buying a car for, his his girlfriend's <laughs> buying this car, but he's got the money. How's that work, Dan? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. yeah, not my car. Yeah, I know. Um, which is <laughs> real funny. To see, most people are surprised at that. Um, I've talked to... Uh, there's another one actually of all places out of you to come we've looked at, but it's the, um, it's like that steel bluish color. I can never remember the name. It's the interior of the stain? Uh, yeah. Black diamond stitching. Okay. Um, which I forget that color. It's like a steel blue. I don't know how to describe it. Suzuki. It's not Suzuki gray. Is Suzuka. It? Suzuka. It's not Suzuka okay. gray. It's, so it's not that either. No, no, <laughs> no it, it's like, it's more of a bluish color Okay. and it looks nice, but it's, you can tell that it's, it has a little hot moment. But yeah, half the R8s on the market for sale are that color now. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and so, I don't know. I like it personally, so does she, but at the same time, Suzuka Gray is really the color, with red obviously being the first choice, but considering the two that were made in that spec are not available, we're going for Suzuka Gray. Well, you talk about having a monopoly on that car. If having a car that that's that color, I think that would be... Absolutely, it does. Amazing. Well, a lot of them don't have dynamic steering. A lot of them don't have the carbon sway bar, which is only like a two pound difference. I don't really care about the carbon sway bar, but this is it dynamic. Sorry, blue metallic. No, no, no. It's like a steel gray. No, no. I'm saying the color in in. I'm look. I'm trying to look up R8 colors while you're talking about this in down in uh, Tacoma. Tacoma. No. no. Oh, okay. Interesting. The color. Anyway, out of out of R8 people will know it, but Daytona gray. Nope. For 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 let silver metallic, <laughs> no. Okay, well then that's the only colors it has in 2022. So, yeah, definitely not red. I'll tell you that. Now you're gonna make me look it up. Camora gray metallic. Oh, I was so close. Except not yeah. even at all. But it's more blue than gray. Of course it is. So why wouldn't it be? Yeah, like Suzuki gray is pretty much chalk white. It's very light. 
The problem is I think I see Suzuka gray as a more gray in my mind, but that could just be my old eyes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's nice. Interesting. Anyway, um, so yeah, and then I still want my BAC mono, but my dealer and you're really on that. Like this, is, I really do. Well, I mean, you've talked about we. You have talked about a BAC mono since we. We think we first had one in, in Scottsdale, God, years ago. But I mean, you're really on it now. Like I have active feelers out. I've been trying to get a hold of people who have them okay. uh, that I know or that I've seen through social media, asking them where is the car now? Do you still have it? A lot of them have sold it. And I don't know where they went. But mm-hmm. what I have learned so far is unless you kind of get in the owner's circle, you're not really going to know when one's for sale. And so I'm putting the feeler out there saying, hey, if you have one of these for sale or if you're thinking about selling it, let me know. Have you reached out to the dealership at Newport Beach? Not yet. Just to, not, not as far, but I mean, maybe just to get on their radar, talk of that. Yeah. And then maybe send a, a message to, um, what's his name? I sent you the driving video of him and his, it's Gen 2, but yeah, maybe something like that. Um, you should call Rob. Yeah, I should call Rob. Rob, Rob would probably have a better feel on that. Rob Dom. Yeah, yeah. I assume so. I mean, yeah. Like I said, though, a lot of the new ones are still in that two hundred plus range, and I'm not going. No, I know you. I know you don't want new, but I'm saying, as the new ones come out, people that are diehard fans, I know. I mean, they delivered four brand of the new ones with the pods on the side, so that that means somebody had to have had an old one there. So yeah, I prefer to buy one through a dealer. Um, Yeah, just car like that's going to be pretty hard to find somebody to. To who knows the car besides an owner it's not it's one thing to have a mechanic look at a car and understand how it works another thing to have a dealer who knows the quirks and the ins and outs of a car what's the engine who, who builds the engine um a mountain mountain so it's not it's not like an audi or a toyota i don't know what it's based off of okay it's in line four 300 plus horsepower doesn't and weigh, it doesn't weigh anything so 1400 pounds wet yeah at most i think it's 120 or 1150 dry i think it's like 1200 and just over 1200 pounds wet nice Okay. So, and then I have to also figure out who can do the seat because there's, it's not just the padding. There's the buckets. So I have to order well, a, new, a new bucket. I, I feel bucket. like once you uh, find the car, what you're going to have to do is reach out to BAC. Oh, and yeah. So, and, yeah. The, and they will, I mean, this, and this could be cool. This may require you to do a flyback to England and have it, have it fitted yeah. and then they send it out kind of thing. Yeah, probably. That's what I'm hoping. That's what um, a lot of the new owners are doing, I think. So, yeah. Um, I don't like their factory interior options that much as far as the leather they use. But, but, but they yeah. could build the, they, maybe they but could build the, the, new, the new shell for you and then you yeah. can bring it, you know, someplace here. Yeah, and have I'll it. go to Northwest yeah. Crafted then and then yeah. I'll have something. It'd be kind of cool to match the R8. It's called the leather stitching or something. Or But either way, I want something that's really nice, really durable. And I will also have to talk to BAC about how I can make the car more reliable for, I'm kind of using it for the, like exactly what it's not designed for. Sure. Because this is supposed to be your weekend track day car that's dedicated to that. I'm like, no. I'm going to commute it. I'm going to go drive this thing to Utah. I'm going to go drive it just like up through Canada. You know, that's that's what I want to do with it. And being what's, a, what's the chase car going to be? The R8? R8. Fair enough. Yeah. I should say the luggage car. Yeah, the luggage car will be the R8, okay. which has obviously tons of room for me. No, I mean, it does. I mean, yeah. you know, front trunk and the side. I mean, and that seat will be open, so you'll be good. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, that's that's the idea anyway. Um, if I can, like I said, if I can find one for like 150-ish, and from what I've seen, that's more than fair for, a, and I really want a 2017 to 2020, because okay. that is the second gen, and they fixed a lot of little things with that. Okay. So, um, well, if anybody knows anything, reach out to Dan, obviously. Um, yeah, I would love Or any find. ideas, so, yeah. Yeah, so I'm a... Uh, also being tempted by my dealer in Arizona, of course, because as soon as the new Ford Raptor configurator came out, 
they called me immediately and were like, hey, do you want one of these? Because the 2024 has new suspension and has new, upgraded well, everything. Let, let's talk about a little bit about the automotive world. If if you are an automotive person, yeah. you realize that, like, what, 40% of, of the, uh, the the union is on strike right now. Right. Which is having triple down trickle down effects on on production, on the cost of steel. I mean, I mean, yeah. the, the, it's it sucks and things like that. But um, you you went on and you looked at the new Ford uh, configurator, which was interesting because um, the twenty twenty three Raptor that you configured was a, a priced at what eighty, just over eighty. Eighty. The new one's ninety five. The new one is up. So you're ninety four, and, and that's about change. all the same options. Obviously, they've done some stuff, and we'll talk that. Yeah. But, there's an actual fifteen thousand dollars that Ford has somehow squeezed onto that truck. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that's the market? Do you think that's the technology? Do you think wh- it's, I mean, it's all of the above? I mean, it's it, there's inflation, but they did. I mean, or is this because I have an idea for this too. Everybody's been talking about the fact that the CEO of Ford is talking about one getting rid of dealerships. Two, he's talking about knocking down Ford dealerships for doing these huge markups. Is this just Ford doing the huge markups for the dealerships and saying, "Well, we cut the dealerships out of that"? Well, see, that's just the thing. As, as long as the dealerships are around, especially for Raptors, they're going to keep marking up and adding ADM. Yeah. Um, and as much as a capitalist as I am. There's I I am I stand by it. I'm death before ADM. I will never pay ADM on a car. I will just buy another brand, even if it's. That's why I won't buy another Porsche. I won't buy a Porsche new. Like I won't buy a. I won't ever buy a Ferrari. And I I told everybody this. Like I love Ferraris. They're beautiful cars. They drive amazing. I will never be a Ferrari owner unless I'm going to just destroy it like a 308 and then engine swap it. And by destroy it, I mean destroy the purity of the form because I hate the company and they make shit motors in their older cars. Um, but I do. I like. I hate Ferrari's grasp over how they want to control, and that's that's not what I believe in. It's your car. Do what you want with it. Even oh. if I hate it, I I appreciate your right to do so. Uh, if you don't understand this, this this stems from Ferrari one telling you if you can buy a car. Mm-hmm. They Porsche also the they way. also love to tell you what you can do with it afterwards. I mean, yeah, you know, look at uh, look. I mean, a perfectly good example is if you're if you're a music fan is you know Dead uh, Mouse, Dead Mouse, yeah. you know, ma- renaming his Ferrari the Ferrari. Ferrari, you know, cease and desist to him. They do it to all these people. It's sort of like we. I bought this. This is mine. I can do what I want with it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm wondering if Ferrari's going to go after uh, what's that idiot on YouTube, whistling D- Diesel or Dixie, that burned his down in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> so, I thought that um, was awesome. It was awesome, but yeah, um, he's a nut, but you know, but it was crazy. funny. Yeah, but you're right. The, the, this idea of the markups from the, from the people making the cars to the dealership Dealerships, markups yeah. and all that. So yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, it's what they say. Something is worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. Fair. And if they can get, you know, 30000 over for a new Raptor R, then who am I to say they shouldn't do that? Well, is a Raptor R, even with the, it's not worth $30,000 no, over. it's not. And the issue with that is you're, you're limiting your market because any bank is going to look at that and go, we're not going to loan you an extra thirty grand for a truck. I well, mean, that's just it. A yeah. lot of them will. What? Yeah. You can borrow up to... In some cases, twenty percent over if you have good credit. Like if you're if you're in that seven fifty eight hundred plus range, I think I think it's like seven fifty, and you have a good debt to income ratio, you can borrow above what the car is worth because yeah, they mean, know you're good for it. That's which is just a terrible that's a terrible thing to promote with consumers. Like that's bad lending. Yeah. And we've not the, because if the if boy they, banks if, and bad lending they've never done that before. If, they, if you default on that, then they have a truck that's not worth what they loaned you for it. So they're underwater. Well, they're still no going to come what. after you, huh? I mean, they're still going to come after you. For I the know, rest. but you're not going to get it if you're not making your car payment. You're not going to make a, <laughs> a bank note. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got off topic there, but okay. So 
the new Raptor configured for 2024 is an extra $15,000. Yeah. And so it's, it's sort of weird how they did it. So the, the packages, if you get an, I think it's, I forget what they call the, the level two trim. I think it's 802 or something like that. Um, now comes with, that's the 37 inch tire package. It's not like you get, it's not just like you get the full options and the 35s. You get the 37s now. They're trying to make, it's basically standard if you up-level your Raptor. Wouldn't it be just cheaper to buy it with the 35s and put 37s on it? No. And the reason is, is it's entirely different suspension. Oh, interesting. And so I can't, I can put 37s on my truck, but as you remember when we were out on the backcountry discovery route and I was under full articulation, I rubbed the rears. Um, and that's the 35s. And that was, I was aired down to 22-ish. So you I wasn't even aired extra, down a little. You only have an extra inch on, one, on both sides. Come on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's actually, the 37 package is like two and a quarter inches because they're not quite 35s. Yeah. So you basically end up, what people have found out is, yes, you can fit them under there. But if you, you know, actually use your truck, yeah. it destroys everything on the inside of the fender wells. So it's you, a whole fact, new suspension system to do the 37s. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Is is it is it different body mounts or is it because like you had told me they got rid of the reservoirs right the rear in the rear for the shocks? Uh, they have gone to a twin tube. Twin tube, okay. So they sell the reservoirs. They've gone to a twin tube shock. It's upgraded suspension all around, um, which is great. I'm surprised it's taken this long, like third gen, because people were beating the crap out of the first gens. I'm surprised well, in the second gen they didn't get. Do you that. can still buy the up. You can still upgrade your suspension from the factory through the Ford accessory catalog. You can go those. You can go to a full mid travel kit from Ford. It's Fox. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's like ten on the grand gen, on the Gen One and Gen Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's like you can do it, but the factory thirty sevens. That's what everybody wanted anyway, because the sure. truck's big and thirty sevens actually. They're fit. finally they're finally listening. Yeah, and yeah. well, I don't know if it's just listening though, because this is a good topic actually. Um, it's not just listening to the consumer. A lot of a lot of companies like Jeep, of all people, you'd think they'd be like, "Well, why isn't Jeep selling an optional forty-inch tire package?" Because everybody wants. Wait a 40s. minute, aren't, aren't no? They're selling. What's the new one? Thirty-fives to thirty-sevens. You can go thirty-sevens. Thirty-sevens. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and you can go up to thirty-sevens from the factory, and they want doesn't void your warranty if you do certain things like mm-hmm. the Mopar lift and all that. And people are like, "Well," and they'll say this line, "Well, they should just come from the factory that way because everybody wants to do." And it's kind of a running joke, you know. A brand new Jeep, it's perfect right off the lot. 20,000 in accessories the next day later, it's what you want. But the reason they don't is because when you add that much stress to the drivetrain, you really, you're, you're getting into painful warranty territory where, especially if you think about crawling. It's going to cost, it's going to cost Jeep a lot more. You know how yeah. easy it is to like just destroy your axles if you're crawling on 37 inch tires and they're deflated down to like 10 PSI and you get stuck between rocks. You hit the throttle too hard. It's snap, crackle, pop. Like yep. You're going to just destroy your suspension. And so, manufacturers are always riding that fine line of reliability and performance. And you know, it's, it's why like you can get the thousand horsepower of a lot of cars. Anybody that buys that Jeep, are they really, how many of those are actually going to go out and do crawling or how many are going oh, yeah, to they're all going crawl across the mall? Yeah. yeah. So, okay. I still love that TerraFlex video. Yeah. Of them just like testing their suspension in real world circumstances. And it's them like flooring it through a mall parking lot and hitting curbs. No, it, it did really well. It, so, it was a, yeah, it was yeah. a great video. Mm-hmm. I love that they yeah. can make a joke out of their own customers and themselves. Yeah. Their own customers. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. but I was like, yeah, that's good taste. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's what const- I think. I think manufacturers love, especially the engineers, not the designers, or the designers, maybe not the engineers, love to like push things to the extreme. But then, you know, safety, warranty, reliability. Well, I think I think you, the warranty and the reliability are the biggest things, like you said. Yeah. I mean, it's 
I mean, even even taking into account, I know I talk about this like Subaru when they went with the wilderness stuff. Like, they, you got an extra inch out of it, but they just got it in the springs. I mean, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of the cars, so many nanny things that it won't let you do a bunch of stuff, you know, with the open diff. So, I mean, and, and so that Subaru's not having to pay for a bunch of shit, you know. So, oh, yeah. If you go even a little bit higher and you start to fully articulate, you're going to start pulling axles out. Pretty much. IFS yeah. is not, not lift friendly usually yeah better so i mean so do you think that's part of this new this 15 we'll call it the fifteen thousand dollar bump is in the fact of there's there's obviously some new they're not paying what if you and i went to fox and bought those dual reservoir shocks ford's not paying that much you know they're because they're buying in bulk but that doesn't i mean you're you have to get shocks on a truck so i mean maybe there's a little bit of a bump but there's not 15 grand of a bump no um no, I just think it's a matter of what people will pay, and I'm one of them. If I was, if I'm, I'm riding that fine line because I really want the new one, and I want 37s. And for me, I would use 37s. Like that's not a that's not oh, a yeah. crazy thing. Like I, I love to go off road. That's right up my alley, and it's got a modular front bumper, so I don't have to. You don't have to completely remove your intercooler to put a winch in your truck now. <laughs> um, so things like that. It's got better, it's got that you know the twenty two and up got the independent rear. So no, there's there's enough change to make you springs. go. It's worth it's worth an upgrade. It's worth it to me. Um, well, I but think, I'm saying it's not like the iPhone conundrum. Like, well, it's got one more different color this year. Like you know they've yeah. done enough to make it worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have the new iPhone by the way. <laughs> You waited a while. Yeah. So. No, I, yeah, I waited two years. It's, 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 it's nice, but I'm like, eh, it's not, again, it, it, sure. I'm waiting for you to get mad and go back to Android for a couple of weeks. You did that not too long I ago. I still have my Pixel. I know. As a, as a backup phone. <laughs> I, do, I, I like it better. And it's, a, you're so. a, it's just such a better operating system. And, you know. Okay. Oh, USB-C, that's pretty cool. Seven years Down ago. Down boy. Okay. Dumb Apple. <laughs> And, and I have ADHD. <laughs> Apple's the stupidest company out there. Well, I mean, I, I, do you think we're going to see this in all... Uh, <laughs> I forgot my drink. <laughs> Sidestepping across my living room. Um, do you think we're going to see this in a lot of... I mean, oh, yeah. Carbon prices are to the roof. They're going to keep going up. I mean... Uh, average, well, we saw a drop. Like I said, we, we were coming down for a while after... I mean, because... I think we saw a, a drop supply, in markups. There was a supply and, dry, <laughs> supply and demand, obviously, coming out of COVID. We talked about that with, like, the, the specking of these cars, like when you first started looking for R8s and the fact that a lot of the R8s of the 2021 didn't have options because they couldn't put them on mm-hmm. it and things like that. But now that we're, we have tons of, of, of cars being made, well, that we did until, you know, the, the factories are now being bent over by the, uh, the unions to be paid all this money, which is, by the way, agree or disagree, with, if, if this all happens the way they want it to happen, you think prices of cars are, aren't going are to be expensive now, you wait till they have to pay somebody to, to screw bolts into the frame at $40 an hour. So Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, if you think CEOs are taking a pay cut, you yeah. haven't been around longer yeah. enough. It just, means, it just means we pay more. And that, yeah. it's, it's a tough line, because I don't blame them. Like They're not getting paid enough to really live. Um, and yet, at the same time, and CEOs make more than ever now. Like a hundred pole, a hundred oh, what their employees are. Yeah, but so it's I don't know. There's a limit. I think you have to make a livable, livable wage. And I don't want to go too deep on this, but I don't think people understand that it's like it's like this minimum wage uh, argument. If minimum wage goes up, the price of every it, it tide rises all boats. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Exactly. At the end of the day, 
Yes, you will be getting a, a, a more money for a while, but then eventually the market is going to keep up with you, and you know your ninety-nine cent hamburger that you're making is now going to be a dollar fifty, and it it it, it oh, all it yeah. all happens. So yeah, I, mean, I was but, just talking about that with somebody else. Like uh, the average cost of a McDonald's meal for one person now is fourteen dollars. What? Yeah. Wow. So like a nugget, a so big long. nugget meal is ten something or something like that. Okay. And then um, the two cheeseburger meal used to be like six something, six seven. Yeah. Or so if, like if so. you go to their value menu, and, and that yeah. was just that was just a good example because it's how how much is like five guys. If you do five guys, if you get a burger, fries, and a drink, you're at twenty two or twenty four now. Okay. And people are, you know, <laughs> yeah, minimum wage is going up, but and <laughs> I get that. I'm not opposed to that. I understand what people are trying to do, but if they don't think everything else is going up, it's just naive. Yeah. And yeah, anyway. So, I mean, get ready for it. If you're thinking about, if your leases yeah. are coming up, I mean, you may, a lot of, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about buying used, I mean, or, or buying their lease out and basically saying, I'm going to keep the oh, car yeah. for a little bit because it's, it's coming. Um, you know, these, the, this union is not going to walk away from the table unless they're making, and again, and I'm, again, I don't want to get too deep in this. The people on the top of the union are going to be making a bunch of money off of this. They're, they wouldn't be pushing yeah. us, but you know, and right now, well, I think they're, they got 40% of the factories shut down. So, um, you know, either they're, it, we'll see what happens with that. Like I said, it's affecting a lot more things, but the price of cars is going to go up uh, no matter what. And it already has, I mean, and maybe they're already reflecting that. Maybe that's what we're seeing in the, in the configures is the fact that they know that because they're eventually going to have to pay this stuff that. Yeah, know. it's, but uh, I'm the biggest proponent of buying used. Yeah. I, I prefer not to buy new 99% of the time. And the reason being is just like the Honda monkeys, you can find these cars, especially if you want something special. If you want, if you want your run of the mill car, it's actually harder to find like a low mileage base Corolla or civic or out. Cause everybody track. wants them and wants to put the miles on. Yeah. Cheaper, exactly. Yeah. want to drive them. Yeah. But if you're looking for a specialty market car, I mean the BAC is probably at the extreme end of the example. Yeah. You're going to find cars with less than a thousand miles on them for a hundred thousand less than new. We're looking at the the R8 is less than a thousand miles on it, and it's fifty thousand less than new, fifty thousand, and it's basically a brand new car. They didn't change the car from twenty one to twenty three. It's this exact same damn thing. I mean, and it, that used to be kind of the the golden era of cars because you that's what I've done with tons of my cars. I buy them really low miles, second hand, and somebody else takes the co- the cost of gas guzzler tax, the licensing. I mean, all the dealer fees, yeah. ADM. Like, if I want a Raptor R because of the way the market is right now, I can find one at MSRP. I know I can. And people who, oh, you can't find those at MSRP, that's the classic line of dealers around here because people here will pay over MSRP because we make a lot more in this area. Well, and also a lot of people buy them thinking they're going to use them and they're going to sell them for more, and then they realize yeah. they can't. So, But, yeah, and but I'm, I'm looking at your background. Like, <laughs> P1. The, yeah, yeah. Say, the cars you can do that with are like that. There's yeah. P1s, there's F40s, there's Carrera GTs. Those are the cars you're gaining value on. Like, it, it, it's just you're, you're in McLaren F1s. Like you're not going to find that with your C8 Z06 in two years. Those are going to go through the floor. Well, because the E race coming out. It's interesting you say that because obviously because of your car dreams. Like I I know for a fact I'm going to buy the Subaru up my lease is up. I've got mm-hmm. another year on it, but I want a truck. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to buy the Subaru and then find my truck. But I'm hoping somebody buys the truck I want when it now. And then gets tired of it by the time I need a truck. And oh, you will. People yeah. do that all the time. These have shorter and shorter leases. Uh, leases are popular because people are just tired tired of taking it in the shorts on resale. Um, but they're great for us because I'm finding like the Audis and things like that. The lease re- this this car has you know basically one owner, full Audi care, 
extended CPO warranty on it. I mean, I got another two and a half years of warranty on the car plus full prepaid maintenance. So then you're getting better than a deal than 50 because 50 yeah. was off of the MSRP, but I mean, right. plus that warranty and all that. So yeah, that's yeah. neat. So, I mean, just when you're shopping around. Sean is getting the deal. Yeah, Sean, yes. not me, but, yes. but I mean. That, you're just the car broker. So. Yeah, basically I'm the, the car broker. broker. Yeah, the broker. Yeah. <laughs> that happens to live in the house, yes. Yeah. yeah, and so, but I mean, that's that's how I've always shopped for cars. I'm just not willing to pay the the new markup. And in my C7 Z06, I bought new. Brian helped me out. I bought it at a little, it was MSRP basically. You didn't order that. You, Brian found it for you, right? It was I was ready to order it and he found it. Oh, okay. And then I got, I didn't pay MSRP. That's right. I, I paid like 15000 less because at the time, pre-COVID, those cars were not hard to find. And because they were Corvettes, they weren't. You got 15000 off of MSRP? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it still cost me like $35,000 over two years because I put so many miles on it. Yeah. But now that same car hasn't budged. <laughs> it's such a rare spec. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, when I think about buying new cars, the magic has worn off on me a lot over the years. Not just because I've driven a lot of cars, I've bought a lot of cars, but the I must have it right now magic, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't land with me anymore. It's like, no, a, a lot of cars are really, really great to drive. The 675 LT. Um, any like a 488 the cars like that you get in and you're like ooh, this is special but a lot of it's funny a lot of cars are special i don't have the the driving experience i have between my 991.1 turbo s and the 992 turbo s is not one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars more mm, okay it's about a ten thousand dollar premium and the 992 turbo s is a better car in every way but is it a hundred plus thousand dollars better eh, not really i will say this for buying new and i had a very minimal experience with this with with the subaru i got to i it was hard i, I obviously had a, a good chance finding it but specking it was kind of fun there wasn't a lot mm-hmm. to spec but i mean finding the color do i want this do i want that there it was fun and it was then it was then fun to sit and wait and talk about like remember when carl ordered his m2 and he was talking about mm-hmm. bmw was tracking it was this was on the boat and this like there's something to that is it oh, worth yeah. what you're paying no but there is that you know you're the first person you're the first person to be in the car you know all that. i i, I think there's there's something to that obviously you're gonna pay you're gonna pay a premium for that for that feeling yeah. and there's gonna you're gonna pay a premium for a lot of the good feelings in the world but i got my raptor new as well i didn't think about that yeah. And I still got $2,500 off MSRP when everybody yeah. told me I couldn't buy one on MSRP. Have you ever <laughs> spec'd a car and then waited for it to come in? No. No? I've spec'd a car and then looked for it used because I realized that the car I want is also the car somebody else wants. Okay. Um, there's, there's cars that I might do that with if I had the just ungodly amount of money. Well, yeah, high-end. High end, like, but if not I'm a buy, regular If car. I'm going to buy a McLaren, I'm going to spec it to what I exactly. want. Exactly. If somebody happens to have built it already wants to sell it to me, great. But... I'm going to spec it for me. Like, yeah, I would do an yeah. MSO uh, 765 LT. Absolutely. Like that's, that's a car I would. But when you look at cars like Corvettes, Mustangs, any Volkswagen, Audi, whatever, you're not – like I'm just not so in love with the R8 that at the time that I would custom order one with a custom color because it's really sure. the only thing you're doing. You're not doing full bespoke leather like you can with McLaren and Lamborghini and Ferrari. It just doesn't – make that much sense to me i i think the color of a car is going to be the least of my i, I will order every single option except especially color. now because i mean just s tech it oh god I, yeah absolutely like after see, i told you i saw uh, john's car in the, in the uh-huh. new green oh my god um so color doesn't matter to me anymore like I, I i know that you know 
I mean, you look at MSO and stuff like that, and they want to charge you fifteen, twenty, sometimes a hundred thousand dollars for yeah. a new paint, and you're going, yeah, but I can go and mm-hmm. have this car wrapped for maybe ten thousand, maybe it's ten thousand dollars to wrap a car or something like that, you know, yeah, for that it, color, ten so, to fifteen thousand, yeah. for S Tech. But then at the yeah. same time, it's like you're getting exactly what you want. I mean, yep. yeah, that's a lot of money, but at the same time, you can get exactly what you want. Yeah, looking at this BAC, I don't. That's it's nice because it's small, and I don't care about the color. I'm going to do something just crazy a lot, on it. A lot it. of the, the, the Gen 2 ones, though, I've seen are either black or white. Yeah, and I'm I've really hoping a, to, I would love to find a white one. Imagine that. You in a white car. Oh, <laughs> no, I'd wrap it a different color, but I'm like, I know, it just makes it based and easy. You've and been then, known for your white cars. Yes, sir. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I had all black cars until I had all white cars. I'm aware. Yeah. I'm, I, I wasn't there for the shift, but, you know. Yeah, I got so. a feeler out there for a red Z06, but. Okay. Red? Mm-hmm. Something are, different. Who are you? I know. I like my base colors. Well, I mean, red's going to be hard. I think red would be harder to find than, than your white. I mean, that spec was amazing, but okay. Yeah, the, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we didn't do a Carter Automotive Group tip. Okay. Um, and you're actually, your sticker reminded me of the one. Um, I was watching a video the other day on, what was it I was watching? I was watching a, a transmission teardown on the Gen 2 R8 because it uses that DCT uh, twin clutch transmission. And they were talking about the known failures of those cars. And um, so, fun little fact, the R8 Gen 2, maybe the Gen 1 as well, but the Gen 2 only records up to 199 launches. Because most people don't launch their car over 200 times. Okay. They just didn't, I don't know why they didn't think about it, but um, you, you can track that in the computer. The times it's been launched. And they were saying that one of the most common failure points on that car is that long-term owners don't change the oil and transmission, even though it's a 40,000-mile uh, service. I don't know. And so I was just looking at what's not where to cut corners. Right. And yeah. so what I was, but I wasn't looking for the failure point in the transmission. Sure. That wasn't why I was watching the video. I was watching the video to see how they got to the filter in the transmission in the car. Oh, cause you, it's not accessible without pulling the transmission out of the car. No, it's, it is accessible. Okay. But I couldn't find a video on changing the transmission filter. Interesting. Okay. So what I did is I searched for a video of them doing a transmission teardown. Got it. And so if you can't find a video on something you're looking for on YouTube, like you want to find a, a, you know, a brake job for some car, and for some reason you can't find one, look for somebody doing an axle swap. Like, you, like oh, this is how you swap a CV joint on a car. Well, guess what? The brakes have to come off first. <laughs> so... There, uh, there are so many times I watch videos when people do YouTube, and a lot of YouTubers are great, but so many times I go, why are you not showing me this one thing? Like, uh-huh. why did you skip this? Like, what is the, the editing reason for that? You know? Yeah. Okay. But, but I will often go into parts that are associated to see how they get to parts or to see how something is made. That makes sense. And by also showing, I also got to see how the all-wheel drive layout on that car works. Okay. Which it was just showing me the clutches and the, the front wheel shaft, and I was just like, oh, okay. She's never going to let you touch that car in that way. Oh, no, I never would. No, I know. I was more just, I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. She's, this is, especially with Audi care, I'm not touching that thing. That's what Somebody I'm else yeah, can deal with that thing's saying, problems, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. But yeah, if you can't find something you're looking for, look for an associated video. That is so distracting. Nick's backdrop and his, <laughs> his computer is moving, and it's all McLaren. It's, it's, it's my like, P, it's my P, it's my McLaren file that that, that yeah, circulates on my. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, I want all of those. Yeah, it all it all looks wonderful, doesn't it? Yep, drool drool fact. You know, so yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think no matter what in the automotive industry, things are going to change. Um, I think you're going to see it everything from your your basic hyundai up to your i mean you're not going to notice it as much probably with mclaren and, and lamborghinis if you're specking cars like that um but it is going to be there um you will see it so yeah it's going to change i wonder it's funny because a lot of the 
the manufacturers that are striking are obviously they're American based. So I wonder if that is a double edged sword because oh you can't get your your standard Ford, Chevy, GMC. Now don't get me wrong, Toyota's made here, a bunch of this stuff's made here, but Hyundai and Kia, they have plants here as well, but a lot of their stuff is still made in Korea. A lot of Japanese stuff is still made in Japan, a lot of German stuff is still made in Germany. A lot of a lot of German stuff is made in Mexico too. So I wonder if it's gonna affect a bunch of like specific models. I, I, there's always ways to you know trickle down as far as you know yeah. if something's coming in through the port then all of a sudden there's a, a strike on, on the dock workers things like that i mean they're at the end of the day there's the bad guys are always going to get their money yeah. so i mean i uh, you know i was i was having that conversation today about the fact of, of of the wars going on in the world and the fact of like oh we, we stopped giving money to ukraine and then all of a sudden israel is at war and i'm like well the money we're going to start giving money there which is fine not not against that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. You're right. They, the money will always flow. Unfortunately. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little painful to not see the money go where it should. Yes. Understood. Let's put it that way. Understood. You mean to your pocket so you can buy a McLaren? Yes. Yes. Fair right enough. Right now I need a P1. Apparently you need a P1. I oh need wow. A P1. Need a P1. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I mean that's there's a lot of things I need. So yeah. Um. What was I gonna? I was. Ta- I was thinking about something i wanted to ask you and i i, I totally blanked on it but uh i'll come up with it for another episode like seriously it's like this week is, my brain has been fried so it's like between you moving and then uh you know we, we did get a quick little ride in which was nice that was great yep i uh i'm, I'm gonna do some more exploring around here on the monkey I'm, i think i'm gonna be this is the perfect place to have a monkey it is it well, really I mean, is because it's not too busy no like Issaquah is great, don't be wrong. Yep. But even on a small bike, you just are terrified, especially on a small bike. Mm-hmm. On a big bike, it's bad enough. But on a small bike, you're really scared of getting rear-ended and not seen. Around here, people seem oddly more aware. Maybe they're afraid of getting hit, hitting deer and elk. But I haven't had as many problems here. <laughs> Maybe it's because there's less no, people. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting to know the neighborhood. I'm looking forward to being a little bit farther out of town. So it's going to be good. I, I have my own garage now, which I can dabble in figure out with all the crap i want to do to that so <laughs> we'll see how that goes so yeah. i'll tell you right now if you want to paint it we got to move everything out of it <laughs> i'm aware <laughs> everything I, i've contradicted you on this week i mean you've been right um so uh so <laughs> not <far>. intentionally <laughs> i know i know you and brian at d- dinner going you didn't mount your tv i'm not mounting my tv okay fine i'm mounting my tv <laughs> but that'll be good that, that'll be good no i'm, I'm excited to kind of be uh closer to i mean like i'm really planning on i'm going to do a little bit more skiing this year i definitely want to be doing more mountain biking up on so i think it'll be quick drives up there oh yeah so you're be good. in heaven for outdoor stuff yeah. um eventually in, in six or seven years when highway 18 down south <laughs> is open uh, i want to be able to drive down south so. <laughs> just, if anybody's wondering they yeah. moved the construction from tacoma so if you're not from this area yeah. tacoma's been under construction for since we were kids also, not even kidding. Where you went, where they did all the construction, you really can't tell there was construction. But yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. So no, they still. It's now it up. on eighteen. It's off of I ninety yeah, eighteen. It to 18. Yeah. and they're going to milk that as long as they can. Weird. <laughs> can I get their money? Huh? Yeah. I see they created a nice a lake right next to I ninety now, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to a little bit of snow. I'm looking forward to getting back up in the mountains and, and doing some doing some more wheeling. I had a great time last weekend. Uh, uh, going over section three, um, I would love to try section two in the cars, but not do huh. the jungle because basically go up the back way yeah, where, where the I've done that. Yeah. where the uh, I think it'd be fun. I, it's I mean, great. I did it last year for my birthday. It was fantastic. Okay, okay. Um, super easy. Yeah, really pretty. It was quick. Oh, well, remember when we came out of there that the jungle the last time there was a Tesla up there, so it can't be that hard. 
So yeah, <laughs> right. So yeah, no, we yeah. When I did that last year, it was fantastic. A ton of fun. Chelan was beautiful. It was great driving up into there. Yeah, I did. Um, did you go to Leavenworth to Chelan? Uh, yeah, I did the back. Yeah, I did the. Or did you go the way we went, where we went no. Chelan and back down? Yeah. No, I went back under Discovery Route. Yeah. from Ellensburg all the way up. Yeah, so then you went. All Ellens- the way to Ellensburg to to where we were, and then you went uh, Leavenworth over, and then back down to Chelan, and then Chelan and up. Yeah. Yeah, but I was stayed on the Discovery Route the whole time. I understand, but you still have to cross the freeways there and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I'm That's saying I didn't bypass and go backwards like we did. No, yeah, yeah I know. God, I'll never do that again. <laughs> that drive on the bikes was horrible. Monkeys, so. not great on the highway. I have, There are so many people. I mean, I the, the monkey community has taken off. I take most. We take most of the credit for that, but um, totally. you know, it, uh, it was, was definitely our idea. Uh, it's Brandon's video and Brandon's following, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the video. So, yeah. Well, cool. Well, I mean, I just wanted to kind of. I think this. I, I wanted to talk about this topic. Um, I think it'll probably be coming up in other episodes as far as the automotive industry as it changes, and we want to continue to talk about it. Obviously, if you're listening to this and you have ideas or questions about you know things, you know, please write them in the comments. Write it to Dan and I. You know, we're always interested in people's opinions. Um, we read all your comments. Oh, yeah, we so. did get a voice. Uh, we did get a message. We did. Uh, yeah. Hold on one second here. We got a yeah. new. If you haven't got a hold of us. It's four two five two nine eight seven eight seven three. Let's see here. Paul here. Uh, enjoying the podcast. Keep it up. Met you guys Hi, last Paul. year's Wagon Fest and appreciate oh. the dry recommendations. Made it to the Brooklyn Tavern with the Taycon Cross Turismo. <laughs> that guy. Good. Very okay. cool car. Yeah. I replaced it with an R1S, so much more off-road capable. Uh, when are you planning on updating Dan's drives recommendations to include the electric off-road vehicles coming to the market? That's a good topic. Um, because yeah, so it's going to have to be charging uh, points. and yeah. Yeah, uh, Backcountry discovery routes are the most friendly still. Um, if you're looking for a safe way to go, uh, Idaho is going to be definitely the more extreme end of that. Yeah. I uh, pr- probably have some trouble there, but other than that, uh, like Washington would be easy cause you're going rural uh, town to town and none of them are small. Like even, even going North cause you end up by Winthrop. How many miles is that from Ellensburg to? Oh, not that many. It's like, was it 30? Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. I'm thinking as yeah. far as range and all that, like, I mean, yeah. And the Oregon just one just opened up. So yeah. we still need to do that one. And so we can tell you then, but, um, I'm going to start with you right there, Paul. Um, cause that is the, that's where you should start. Um, is the back discovery routes. Cause you will be in far less danger of running out of charge and your vehicle can handle anything on that. R1 S's are extremely capable. Yeah. Um, I love the new S the SUV looks so good and the T is nice too, but the S really takes it for me. Um, and they're so capable. I met a, I met a guy. I think we I think we we have and will hold the record for the first podcast inside a Rivian. That's true. So we yeah. power our podcast. Yep. But yeah, appreciate the message. And I know. So Dan's drives. People have asked me about that over and over again. It's still up on the Rain City Supercars site. It's actually on the Avant page. I have it there, so people can technically navigate to it. But I have had. I don't have time to do the things I want to do most of the time, and that is one of them to update. If I had an additional hand to kind of handle the web work, which is really just like polishing and getting into the same format as the Avance page, I would do that. But I'm hesitant to say, yeah, I go to Avance and then go to Dance Drives and do that because, well, it just doesn't match. And I don't, obviously, I don't know Avance. That's Adam's. I, I think the so. easiest thing to do is if you have a question about one of Dance Drives or something like that, message one of us and we will either yeah. bring it up on the show or, you know, and also please don't be offended if it takes us a, a, a day or two to get to it or I maybe mean, even a week. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I would really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love to get, spend more time doing that. I really do want to. It's just really hard. Dan has an extreme passion for that. That's why he did it in the first place and he wants to take good care of it, but it, it makes it tough with the real jobs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. we have another message too from Nathan Muntz. 
Okay. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> let's see here. Did, uh, where is it? Where is it? He said, have you considered a... Um, Open air is really fun on the back roads and country roads. I'm not sold using the car for longer road trips, but it's each their own. I hate even taking them on the freeway. For what? Uh, as someone who has two cars without windshields, I fully support your BAC mono idea. Ah, okay. <laughs> I love that Nathan Nathan seriously drives. That dude, he's a good time. The BAC mono thing worries me because, I I mean, the, the, that front end being so low about the time oh, yeah, somebody... Oh, it's a ramp. Yeah, it's a <laughs> ramp, yeah. So, yeah, he said, ramp. that said, take a look at the Morgan three-wheeler, open-air experience, and a third of the price of the Mono. He goes, that's true. And it is every bit as unique. You yes, know, it you is. see a lot of Morgan three-wheelers. That's a very cool car. The BAC is um, more me. The Morgan is really there's, cool, There's though. another three-wheeler. In fact, we have some. We know somebody that owns one in Tacoma. Uh, it's not... Oh, what is that thing? Um, I can picture it, too. I can, too. Every time I see it, I think, it's, I think of Morgan, and I know yeah. it's not. Um, um, there's a couple of three wheel cars out there, not yeah. a slingshot. Never, I will never own a no, Polaris slingshot. God, no. But um, speaking of which, somebody is selling a Polaris slingshot converted to four wheels online. So a car? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I wonder how. Yeah, that's that's skirting the laws of legal, and I like that. You, you like that? That's skating the laws of legal. Oh yeah. Why that? I don't know. Screw the government. I don't. Okay. <laughs> well, that. Um, it's too big. That's. I mean. I, I reserve the resi- I reserve the right to put myself in danger at my own at my own risk. Uh, the uh, Vanderhall. Oh yeah, yeah. Vanderhall, yeah. So yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying. I mean, I'd like to drive a KTM crossbow. I think that'd be fun. I like the idea of just putting on a helmet to get in the car. Because as a motorcycle person, that is largely the appeal to me. All right. Because as as much as people consider something like that so extreme, as someone who has ridden thousands upon thousands upon thousands of miles on motorcycles in all conditions it's not it's actually it's far less extreme to me than riding a sport bike i know i'm making this about me but i'm jealous that i'll never be able to experience a bac mono with you (laughs) (laughs) you know the monkeys i can ride next to you bac mono i think i might die you know they sell 55 gallon drums of uh, ky jelly on amazon we can just douse you in it and throw you in the car (laughs) i know i I meant with you not not, i mean i don't think that's uh you want me to be the seat so, yeah, that works too. Um, that went in the direction I was not prepared for. I couldn't think of another way to get yeah, you in the no, car. No, I get it. I get it. Thank you. Um, that's a nice way of saying I'm not going to fit in a car. Um, I know I wouldn't. I've, try- I've actually tried to fit in a Gen 1 BAC, and it didn't even come close. Oh, so. I, even right now, I'm. Right. if I tried to get a BAC mono right now, I would, one, need to go on a diet. Not even kidding. Yeah. I, would, I would need to lose probably 25 pounds just to be able to squeeze into yeah. one, period, even in the large seat. I mean... Or I would be buying that 55-gallon drum of KY every time I go for a drive because that's what it's going to take. Or we create a hinge system where, the, where it opens up and lets you get in and then it comes back down. Oh, yeah, that could work, too. That could work, too. I mean, saws all. Come on, we can do this. Yeah, it's true. It's just I got, car- an, it's I got just a carbon. cutoff wheel. for it's my. carbon. I got the DeWalt uh, cutoff wheel now, the cordless one. Just saying. Yeah, I struggle with that every, every day when Milwaukee sends me stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, I have no use for that, but I want it. <laughs> So, yeah. Home Depot is dangerous. I'm aware. I went there a couple days ago and, like, 
almost walked out with a Milwaukee vacuum and a bunch of stuff. And like, <laughs> but then I had I had the Dan inside my head, and, and our, our listeners should get this too. Buying things now is stupid because Black Friday is coming up. So yep, yeah. So just add. So what I do is add I it add it to your slick deals. Yeah, and don't just add it to slick deals right now. Yeah, especially what what Amazon. So all these manufacturing, all these sites want you to buy things. Yeah, obviously, of course, They're retail sites. Yeah. So what you do is you get close to Black Friday. And you add everything you've ever wanted to your cart, not just your wish list, to your cart. So it's just sitting there. And then remember, patience is a virtue. Don't be a, you know, don't get two shots of tequila in and then decide to go to Amazon or whiskey, whatever you want. But if it goes down in price, it's already in your cart and you can watch it. It'll, it'll actually alert you. It'll be like, hey, items in your cart have decreased in price. Items in your list have decreased in price. And then you can get those alerts. Slick deals is the way to go because you can get the alerts on your phone too, but... I have tons I've of stuff. I've seen a lot of those go. coupons now. I and, and I wonder and I wonder how many of those I've missed in the in the past that I didn't see to click it like 20% off, 5% off, things like that on Amazon. Oh yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. I'm just as cheap when it comes to stuff as I am with cars. Cheap with cars either. So, no, yeah. I'm not. I I will pay for the right thing, but tools yeah. is tools, cars. I'm so glad I have good tools. Yeah. I agree. All right, well, let's wrap up this episode. Uh, like I said, we're going to continue to talk about this topic as the automotive industry changes and as Dan and I both look at cars and think about what we want and what we are next, our next car to be. So, um, yeah. So, for this episode of Always for the Avance podcast, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>